You're listening to The Cannabis Hangout, two girls, one bowl, and a podcast that is breaking the stigma of marijuana. My name is Brandon. And my name is Saba. We will be connecting with a community of cannabis enthusiasts by educating people, sharing stories from medical marijuana patients, and interviewing industry leaders while debunking cannabis myths. So we invite you to come roll with us while while we break break it all down. Hey guys, welcome to the Cannabis Hangout. Today we are doing a cannabis conversation series with one of our really good friends, Tyler Grant. Welcome, young Tyler. Hello, hello. So um, we've we've been friends with Tyler for a couple of years and we've had quite the escapades of smoking and just having a good time and making good memories and just having some good real chats. Mm-hmm. So You can always count on that with us three together and Tyler. We always have really good conversations and we can always flow. So we're, we're really excited to have him here today with us. Yeah. So Tyler, we'll just kind of start from the beginning. Um, just tell us about where your cannabis journey began. Well... My cannabis uh, journey began, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm 28 now, 23. Uh, my first time smoking, we were headed down to South by Southwest. <laughs> what a story. Huh? What a story. Okay. Yeah. It's a good story. <laughs> uh, no, we were in the car and uh, between my friends, you know, again, at 23, I had never smoked. So there was always a competition going on. Who could get me to smoke first? <laughs> Been there. So, <laughs> I'm in the car, two, two of my buddies driving, we're headed down to Austin and um, they're smoking back and forth. And I said no the first three times. They're like, come on, you know, just hit it, just try it, you know, whatever. So I said no the first couple of times, but, you know, three hours into a long road trip, I'm like, God, you know, I could use some entertainment. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they finally got me on the on the third try, and then it, then it was like... Third time's the charm, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, 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 three times. But they got me, and, yeah, I was kind of on from there. Do you remember <laughs> what it was like? Yeah, you know, being in the car, so I'm in the back seat, and uh, everything, of course, went slow motion, you know, like, just watching the traffic (laughs) pass, and, like, the scenery, everything was so lively, of course, felt amazing. Yes. So, once we got back, I was like, I don't even care about the concert anymore, (laughs) where's the weed, I just want to (laughs) smoke. It became a weed fiend. (laughs) I do Instantly, instantly. Uh, So, we get to the house, and, like, they're like, ah, these shows, and this artist is going to be there, and I'm like, where's the weed? I don't care about anything else. It's hilarious. So, yeah, that's where it began. Um, So then we get back. uh, We were there for about a week or so. We get back. um, And at the time, I had just moved into a new place. And uh, so I called all my friends, and they thought I was was joking, of course, because they all tried to get me to smoke. (laughs) So I was like, hey, no, let's come over. Bring all the weed you have. We're about to smoke this place out to, like, christen it and, and, like, have a good time, basically. Mm-hmm. So at first, they didn't believe me. So they all show up. We're like 10, 15 people deep in this little apartment. <laughs> and we just had a smoke fest. And it was incredible. That's, That's awesome. awesome. That's a great memory. Yeah. That is a really good memory. It's so dope how a plant, again, can just bring people together mm-hmm. and really enhance an experience, yeah. all experiences. For sure. Um, what else? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bear with us here, guys. Um, Tyler. Tyler. Whoa! Jinx. <laughs> That's the third time we've done what, that today. Um, you had mentioned before that you hadn't been smoking for a while. So, like, when was the last time you smoked? And tell us, like, your little like sabbatical you went on. So, last time I smoked was like mid January, um, maybe even towards the end. Um, but I was just at a point where I felt like I was using it wrong. Like mm-hmm. it was becoming like a filler more than. Um, just something that was helping me. It mm-hmm. was just something to pass time or just something I was doing out of habit. So I'm real like, I get 
irritated easily when things like take over me. So like when I have formed bad habits, it mm-hmm. bothers me. So I was like, you know what? I got to beat this habit until I'm like disciplined enough to use mm-hmm. this right, buy right. it, buy it in the right time. Yeah, I respect you know, that. And stuff like that. So it's been a while, but um, I don't know. It helps build tolerance again too. It's like a few months. Yeah. Last yeah. Time. yeah okay. Yeah. So it's been a, it's been a couple months basically. Um, and so far, like I haven't caught myself like wanting it, Mm-hmm. You know, crazy, but I think about it, you know, headache here and there or mm-hmm. like places that I know it can help me. But that's what I want to use it for. Like, I want it to be more medicinal, mm-hmm. medicinal, mm-hmm. I guess you could say, versus yeah. more of just like a time filler. Like, oh, I got 10 minutes. Let me just smoke just out of habit. You know, right. like you go. Yeah, because sometimes you just get glued yeah. to the couch and like you yeah. don't like you were saying like earlier getting stuff done like a to-do list mm-hmm. just kind of disappears absolutely you know it might yeah. be good to like do all of your stuff and then yeah. you know you can it's, treat yourself <laughs> to yeah. like a nice little smoke session so yeah. so my goal is you so you know how people have like the um the medicine cabinet and it's like a plastic container and it says mm-hmm. like sunday through saturday mm-hmm. and they got pills in each one like i want to have i want to eventually get to a point where i have something where it's like i've taken the time to learn the strains learn mm-hmm. uh the flower a little more where i can say okay you know this is what i need in this situation okay i'm having some anxieties this week or headaches or mm-hmm. pain from working out anything like i need to go to this specific one and not just be smoking any and everything under the sun right mm-hmm. so yeah. i want to get to a point where have it's a direction like, yeah where it's like kind of mapped out for myself and that way i too like you know, you buy a new set, you know, eighth or whatever you buy, mm-hmm. and then you go through it in like a day or two, and mm-hmm. you're like, damn, right. you know, like, Guilty. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I want to be able to like use it strategically. Mm-hmm. That's right. like organized, very organized. You could do that too, Tyler, with like a strain journal. Yeah, like mm-hmm. the ones that we have from yeah. the Cannababery that she sent. Like she handmade them, and they're super cool. But you can like put your strain the way it makes you feel and then like from there you could even do like little jars mm-hmm. you know that had like anxiety and then you could you know write something on the top or bottom of it yeah, yeah. so strain. do you find um because i know like i go through these phases where sometimes i'll be smoking like pretty often and pretty hard and my tolerance will build up and i just like i don't even enjoy the process anymore let alone like even when I'm, again, it just becomes kind of routine. And even when I'm, um, you know, elevating or medicating, it's just like, oh, here I am again. It's not like fun. Like Be frustrating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of sometimes. frustrating just because I feel like I have to do double, du- like double down to get where I need to be. Or buy more, spend more yeah, money. And exactly. then I also like get where I need to be like headspace wise. And then it's just like, God, like I feel so cloudy and blah. Like, so I guess my question is, do you feel like, which I obviously know the answer to this, but do you find to be more clear headed and like that you're able to just steer through things a lot? Like, cause I know you're not a big drinker either and you just live that awesome sober lifestyle. So I, I mean, I'm assuming it helped clear your head a little bit more, but yeah, absolutely. Um, definitely more clear minded. Cause, um, you know, especially if you smoke before bed, like I, what was happening to me is like my highs were carrying over into the morning, like mm. feeling groggy. Mm-hmm. And so I, now I'm getting a late start in a workout. So I might skip that and skip breakfast. And then once right. you do that, it's like downhill from mm-hmm. there, like your whole day is shot. So that was that was a part of it, too. Like definitely um, a lot more clear, clear headed mm-hmm. again, but just being more strategic with it, you know, tr- treating it as more um, if it's not medical. Again, mm-hmm. if you're not like healing something more of a treat than just, again, something to pass the time or yeah. just something I'm doing out of habit. You know, I like that. I can really I, I can admire that just mm-hmm. because like it's cool to see people be productive, you know, take care of themselves, like all these different things in your life that it can affect but like you're still a cannabis user like Mm -hmm. you still can enjoy it and 
you're not like losing yourself in ways of like not yeah. taking care of yourself, not getting things done. You're out of your routine. You know, if that's happening, then like you said, it's that's really smart to just like resituate like, okay, what's going on here? How can I use cannabis to like better myself mm-hmm. versus yeah, just life. doing it to be like get really stoned or maybe consuming too much and so you do wake up in the morning with a hangover because you're like <laughs> mm-hmm. why am I so groggy yeah. yeah so I love that too Ty I feel like not a lot of people um easily realize that myself being one of them and knowing that like yo I need to take a step back like I feel like for me it's always just a little bit not too late but I just really like get down on myself before I'm like all right like you got to rewind back and just like Mm -hmm. slow down and I feel like it makes you appreciate the plant more which I never want to lose appreciation for the plant right and I sometimes when I over consume I find myself doing that and so that's really awesome that you were able to do that and take a step back. I think that's like respectful even to the plant like totally oh totally crazy but like you have a bond with it whenever you're using it and Mm -hmm. you know doing things in a particular way Mm -hmm. so um sorry my dog is in here and she's being very distracting to all of us (laughs) um so with when we used to (laughs) we have some good memories of rolling around smoking we do um too many to count but when you were consuming i mean pretty regularly because we what like for that probably a year two years we were going pretty hard yeah yeah, um (laughs) do you find that like where you were in your life back then cannabis either helped you or did not help you to kind of get you where you are now like did you find a difference in your life back then versus like you do now some things you did like back then that you don't necessarily now or vice versa yeah um of course like the environment made me smoke a lot more or less obviously Mm -hmm. you get around certain people if they're smoking then you smoke and if you're around people who aren't you know, so at that point in my life, too, when we very first start smoking, I mean, we don't have much responsibility or so we thought, you know, life is just very like very good day to day and mm-hmm. just like whatever. So that's crazy. That's nostalgic. Yeah, like, yeah. That's so nostalgic. oh, my gosh. Brings back so many Remember memories. Remember when we used to kick head. it at the Studio 12 days and we would all just like yeah. chill on the couch, be really stoned. We would ride around <laughs> the car yeah. and it was so Hitting fun. Yeah. <laughs> We would all just get really blazed and like but laugh see, and enjoy each other. And, and I have great memories from that. Me because too. again, how y'all talk about like how the flower brings people together. Mm-hmm. Like some of my best friendships were built off that, that flower. We didn't, we That's may so not cool. have, you know, finances or yes. places to go, but we always had that. But know? we're creative. We're ambitious. Yeah. We're motivated. Yeah, we wanted yeah. to put our heads together to like do something, but we had some really dope ideas. It. That's when you were doing solo bird. Yeah. Remember we used to have yeah. like those photo yeah. shoots with solo yeah. bird. Just exactly. So many yep. We were yeah. all very much involved in that in that time of my life, our life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So again, it brought us together. You know, I yeah. think that's what helped our friendship get to where it was. Mm. Obviously, just having something like we could meet common ground. We may yeah. not know each other that well, mm-hmm. didn't know a lot about each other, but we had that in common. So that's one of the great things about you know flower, of course. I agree, and mm-hmm. I would say that even I mean we don't really see each other that often anymore, but I feel like even when we do, it's just like a. Pick up right where we left off. Yeah. It's never like, yeah. a, oh, my gosh, I haven't seen you in forever. It's just like, a, oh, what up? Like, <laughs> yeah. What's yeah. going on? And then we just rock right back into Good it. Which, vibes all the time. Yeah, all the time. I feel like in that really, I mean, not saying that like cannabis was the reason, but I feel like that's, it was a huge contributor for us. Like, again, building that bond and relationship. And now it's just like, even though that's not a focus in our relationship, it's still like... That's what brought us together. Why do we think that like people do bond over cannabis? You know, know. like it's kind of a deep thought. 
Well, it's because something, in my opinion, is something you can experience together. You know, That's, experiences vary mm-hmm. from, you know, person to person, background to background. But when you're all, like, high on the same thing, like, you're feeling the same way, you know, mm-hmm. at that same moment. You can connect. So you kind of, like, yeah. get on that same wavelength. Sorry. No. <laughs> um, but I think that that has something to do with it for sure. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, What would you say, like, in your own opinion, Tyler, is the biggest misconception that people have on marijuana? Oh, that's that's a deep one. It Um, is. I mean, you take it however you want it. So... I think the the most common misconception, and this is going to sound crazy or or funny to some people, but that it's actually a drug. You know, when I think mm-hmm. of drugs, I think of like what they used to sell at the drugstore, you know, back in the day is what they called it. Um, a lot of things come from plants, um, mm-hmm. like coffee beans and a lot of food that we consume every day that right. come that are grown and consumed the same way as weed, but maybe not smoked. But, you know, to some some degree, they come mm-hmm. from the same, you know, strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it's just like a drug. It just has such a negative connotation when it's actually just, I mean, it's healing. It's a, it's a lot more than just like a drug. I don't know, in my opinion, drugs to a me. A gateway. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It, you know, most drugs, when I think of drugs, it's like man-made stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like, like something, something they're hardcore. creating in a lab, you know, or like yeah. something yeah. you have to like alter its chemistry to consume it. Like uh-huh. it's not how you weed. I don't know. So I think a lot of people, like I know me personally, I was scared of it for a long time because mm-hmm. I thought like it's going to turn me into a crackhead or something, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you know, you, you, hear, you heard all these crazy yeah. stories like this person smoked and they died. Like you don't know anybody oh who died, yeah. you know? So I think just, you know, the, the scary stories around it for once, like I got past that mm-hmm. and could like see it for what it really was. Like, you know, that was a big misconception for me or like, yeah. Also, too, like now that it's legal, you know, one of the things that used to scare me was like thinking you're going to get arrested behind it. Like yeah. someone's going to report yeah. you. The yeah. Police are going to come kick down the mm-hmm. door and take you to jail. You know, or so. like the fear of like driving with it in your car yeah. before like it was medicinally legal here in Oklahoma. I mean, yeah, I'll admit that. Like, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, yeah. that's like it's, a really scary. scary feeling and it shouldn't be yeah. and it should have never been. But I mean, it's crazy. I remember. So we had one of our friends, Tess, last time she said, um we're privileged to be able to use cannabis and because a lot of people in different states um, don't get to. Right. They are in prison for the plant that we get to consume every day. So yeah, here is, in the state of Oklahoma. Yeah, and it's such a privilege for us to be able to do that and something to be grateful for, I feel mm. like. It was definitely a different perspective. It and it was a beautiful. You. Yeah, it was a beautiful perspective. Like, definitely checked me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can go in dispensaries and, you know, yeah, have it, like, at our fingertips now mm-hmm. and... Not have to feel like we're mm-hmm. being real sketchy yeah. and yeah. trying to be yeah, really exactly. low key about something happening, you know, that just kind of takes away some of the anxiety <laughs> that I feel like you would have felt before. Yeah. So, Tyler, um, what is, I know you said you wanted to learn about strains and stuff more, but is there a part of like just cannabis, the industry that you want to learn more about or want to get like more well versed, whether it's like edibles? like CBD, stuff like that. Has there been something that you've like been like, I really want to get to know about that. Like, I feel like that would really benefit me or like my lifestyle. Yeah. The growing aspect of it actually, cause I mean, like just like with the food craze, everyone's going organic or like trying to make healthier decisions. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I would like to know where the weed's coming from, mm-hmm. you know, like Absolutely. what's the process? Like how are they treating it? Or, you know, I'm sure five years from now we'll have the whole foods of weeds. It'll be like organic, unpesticided, mm-hmm. yeah. whatever, you know, they'll come up with something and, and corner that market and, 
that's kind of what I'm interested in right now, like the getting cleaner stuff. Because, I mean, I've heard horror right. stories about mold mm-hmm. and yes. just people aren't like watching their crop the way they should or putting extras on it to make mm-hmm. you get higher and all right. this crazy stuff. So, like, I'm more interested in the growing, like just wanting to get clean, like good stuff. You yeah. Know? And I mean, I guess we have to, you know, start somewhere mm-hmm. in the state of Oklahoma with that. Like, I don't want to yeah. say like. You know, it's okay for those things to happen because it shouldn't. Like, I feel like every <laughs> every grower, everyone should be taking care of it like it was their loving baby. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of growers do. We know some growers yeah. who actually pour their heart, mind, and soul, and they're they're very passionate about keeping it as clean as they can. But I think, like you were saying, like, once we can get to a point to where everybody's doing that, you mm-hmm. know, because right now I feel like everyone's trying to figure out which which grower is you know safe mm-hmm. which one you know we know the process of and then mm-hmm. that also makes you like want to go buy their bed or no not go buy their bed in, mm-hmm. in a dispensary yeah. so i don't know i feel like it's a lot of you know math like trial yeah. and error with this i feel this. like people also um and i only say this because I work at a dispensary. People also don't know the right questions to ask because right. I didn't know the right questions to ask. I was just like, oh, is this good? And then that's kind of like the only question I or thought to ask. Like, yeah, it's dank. It what's smells the, awesome. Yeah, or like, that. what's the test? Like, what's the THC percentage? Which obviously that's not a, that, like, that's a factor, but it's not the huge factor. Like, what is a terpene profile? I had no idea to even ask that. Like, mm-hmm. hey, can I see like the terpene profile in this? And like, now I like to. So I feel like a lot of people just don't know questions to ask. Yeah, which yeah. leads to the misinformation. And I mean, mm-hmm. even on like the dispensary side of things, I feel like it's up to bud tenders and dispensary owners to educate somebody like Tyler who may not know or want to know where the flower comes from. And you can be like, hey, this is from this girl. This is what they do. This is how they do things. And I feel like there's a huge lack in that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, there's a few companies out there that I've been looking into. There's one called uh, Clean Green. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're kind of like, how could you describe them? They're like... Um, the same concept of like how in the food industry they have people that work and go and do inspections and like you have to get their stamp of approval before it goes out. So Clean Green kind of does the same thing. They travel or you can go take your stuff to them and they can see your farms and like you get their stamp That's of cool. approval that it's like kind of like a blue wow. check mark on Instagram. Basically, yeah. basically. That's yeah. Dope. So yeah. Like stuff like that. I want to see more of that, you know, because yeah. it starts with the seed too. whoever's mm-hmm. producing the seeds. You know? Totally went down a rabbit hole one night looking into seeds and like where they come from. And some mm-hmm. of the same companies that are in charge of like producing like foods that are like GMOs or like low quality stuff mm-hmm. or were in charge of producing seeds as well. So if you look into it, I mean, it's kind of, I don't know, it's a little alarming yeah. for, for me. Like I said, I'm just very like picky. I want to have good be. stuff, you know, so should that be. was totally. That was, yeah. Yeah. Um, is there anything Tyler that like, you want to hit on that you want to like express or talk Um, about or further? Not necessarily. I mean, more so just hoping that people actually, again, take the time to, you know, figure out what they're smoking, where it's coming from. Cause I think it's put a lot of bad taste in people's mouth. I have Mm -hmm. a lot of friends that stopped smoking over the last two years because of their anxieties were getting too bad or they were getting too paranoid. Mm -hmm. And I think it has a lot to do with the stuff they're getting or Mm -hmm. like what the strains are, if it's too high quality, And it's turning them off. So I think that's a big problem right now. People need to just take a step back and like really pay attention to how these things make you feel, you know. Which is goes back to what Slava was saying, the terpene profiles. Like we interviewed um, a girl the other day who was saying that there was a certain terpene. It was like limonene or something Mm -hmm. that she um, either had like steered towards, steered away from or steered towards because 
it helped her, but other terpenes, like some of them just don't do well for her. Mm-hmm. She, they, they aren't what she needs. And so that kind of goes back to the terpene profiles and like the cleansiness, cleanliness and like you saying, I want to know that like I can smoke this for anxiety. I can smoke mm-hmm. this for, you know, inflammation, body aches or just exactly. something specific exactly. like that kind of, you know, just paying attention to what you're getting, I think is a direction that, that people need to go in more. Yeah, and that's everything you put in your body. I feel, I feel like people do it with food, but not the things that like they're smoking or drinking. Mm-hmm. Like it's just something I feel like you need to put in your book of things to do, you know, like yeah. pay attention to that stuff. So that's And we really talk my talking focus. about it like us sitting here today mm-hmm. talking about it and the people listening, I feel like that is, I mean, we're here trying to do that. Like you have to <laughs> yeah. educate people, let people know, like you do, you do need to be paying attention. Mm-hmm. Like don't just go into a, disp- I mean, you can go into a dispensary and if you just want like want to have something, <laughs> just be really stoned and, you know, very yeah, medicated course, or something great. But for that. Yeah. yeah. Ask those questions. Ask the right questions. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. So we're going to play a quick game of ducking high. Okay. To wrap up this episode. Have you ever heard of ducking high, Tyler? I have not. Okay, so it's the questions they say that will get you high. So there's, there's, they're just kind of like questions that blow your mind or you have to kind of like think about, you know, kind of opens perspectives. And there's also something called like a mind fuck card, which literally like leaves you in a black abyss of being <laughs> like, huh. Anyways, so like, for example, this one says, describe the most uncomfortable situation you could possibly find yourself in while you're stoned. Man, um, for me, it's always like (laughs) social (laughs) gatherings, which I'll know that shit drives me crazy. But like, I guess like, could you imagine being crazy stoned and like meeting your significant others, like parents for the first time or something like that? That That's a great point. That would be crazy. Oh, that would be crazy. Imagine yeah. your edible just kicking in. Oh, my God. And you're just like, oh, wow, I have to, like, shape up. Can they <laughs> tell? Are my eyes glossy? Am I, Am I smiling too troll? big? <laughs> yeah, am I being a troll? <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah. Yeah, all of that. All of that. Um, all of that. Do you have anything you say, Tom? Man, I have a lot of awkward moments that that happens any, anyway. Well, were you asking me like a personal one or what do I think would be? Like- no, personal for oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have to think on that Ooh, one. Okay. Well, I mean, that's a great one. No, I think that one. could be a personal one too, but answer it however you want, whether it's for you or just. I just, I guess mine would be anytime I go out and I'm, I've medicated like a food place or something and mm-hmm. I always overshare or something and. Like, Baylor's notorious for getting embarrassed by me. So I was like, Sabo, why do you always have to say so much? And I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Just, like, oversharing. Like, I'll just be too like. Too much information. Yeah, just information. too much information. Okay. I was like, yeah, oversharing just, food? No, like, no, no, what are you no, talking just about? oversharing information. I just am very, and I always, I have a tell, and it gives me away. Yeah. It's not a very good story, but. <laughs> Dang, I mean, I feel like I've had a lot of situations that I found myself really stoned in without meaning to get to that point. And like one time I remember this, I was in Colorado and I was going, I wanted to get a pedicure. And so I went to go get a pedicure and I was just like sitting there and I think I like hadn't drank a lot of water or I was like hungry, but I had also been smoking. And so I was just sitting there like, oh my gosh, like, I don't think I can do this. Like I felt, I was feeling like nauseous or just like weird, just like over the top stoned to the point of me being like, I thought about getting up, like the lady working my feet, just be like, hey, we got to stop. Like, I got to go. I'm not kidding. I couldn't stop moving, like, my body around. Like, 
you know, like I was like really breathing through it. She's like, do you want some water? I was like, yeah, I sure do. But like, it was just so, it was not enjoyable. (laughs) I I was just like, why did I do this to myself? Why did I come here? And like, I have to sit here and just be like, uh. Real quick, while we're on this topic, do you remember a time where you were able to be able to be that stone and go out and do things? Because I do. I wasn't always that way. And then something changed where one day, like. I used to do everything high and would be perfectly mm-hmm. fine. And one day it's like super paranoid or like can't think straight. Just like want to go home. Like I feel like I go in waves with that. I, I definitely feel like I go in waves because sometimes I'll be like, I'm good. I got this. And then sometimes I'll be like, go through this wave and I'll just be like, wow, I can't function straight. Like, and that's usually when I take my sabbaticals when I'm overdoing it because I have brain farts all the time i just can't fuck or just do dumb shit i'm like why did i just do that it also has to do like the people you're around though and you're Mm -hmm. with you know what i mean because like i feel like i would be more comfortable like if i had consumed too much cannabis or something like versus being around people who i don't really know like maybe they're acquaintances you know what i mean like just the Mm -hmm. fact that makes you feel really uncomfortable that you're like i gotta go like you know i can't just like chill here on the couch and be like really stoned you know mm-hmm. with like my homies i you know i feel like it has to do with I feel like people. that's happened to tyler a couple times he's been like i'm gonna go yeah okay the walls are closing i, I can't i out. can't be yeah, yeah but be again anymore. i like i said when i first started smoking it was like this euphoric just like carefree <laughs> feeling like just cloud nine don't yeah. care where i'm at well, like, i also think it has to do with your your age you know yeah. like when we did start first smoking together and whatnot like we had re- we have responsibilities, but you know there's a lot of things that you didn't have to show up for, or you mm-hmm. could pick and choose. You know, we kind of thought more of like, what are we going to go eat? You know, mm-hmm. what do you want to do tonight? Mm-hmm. Like, what are how how do you want to get creative? Like, how do we just want to have mm-hmm. a good time together? Like, those things run through your mind more. And like now we're like, I have to show up for a full time job. Yeah, you know, yeah. I have bills to different pay. Stresses. Yeah, you know, different kinds. Of, yeah, exactly, different stresses. I agree with that. Do you want to read this one? Yeah, Sob. I okay. read it, so I don't know. Why can't you... <laughs> this is actually a really good one. The mindfuck card, just yep. so you know. It's, yeah, it's a mindfuck card. Um, why can't you change the volume of the voice in your head? Try screaming. It's still a whisper, isn't it? Yep. What, what, what do you mean? Screaming, like if you were screaming out like loud? In your head, no, like in your head, oh. like the voice in your head. It's always like one pitch, one volume. Wow, that's creepy. Isn't it? It's like a little whisper. I don't know about that. Do you not have a voice in your head, Brandon? No, girl. <laughs> All right, well, Brandon. You're too high, that's why. <laughs> no. Okay. We're not high enough. <laughs> okay, and this one says, we know more about outer space than we do about the deepest parts of our oceans. Any ideas what could be down there? Some scary-ass shit. You, have you seen those, like, weirdo creatures, those creatures yeah. who, like, are in the dark so mm-hmm. much down there at the bottom of the ocean that, like, they look. They look like they're deep, up deep, deep down there. Yeah. Like, yeah, both equally scare me. Like space yeah. and water. Like. I personally would never. I have no desire to go to the bottom of the ocean. I bet you there's water bears, like way deep down there. Like water bears. <laughs> yes, <laughs> big ass water bears. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> Is there space bears too? Probably. Shit. <laughs> oh my Those God. are called aliens, though. I think. <laughs> okay. Um. I don't know. Give me one more. Okay. I'm just going to not look and give it to you. Okay. If you could add one thing to the Mona Lisa, what would it be? Obviously. Snapchat filter. Snapchat filter. No. A J. <laughs> a J. That was a good one. Just have her have a little joint in her hand. 
I mean, the Mona Lisa isn't that great looking anyways. Oh, it's it's not. Dis- the disrespect. I've been to Paris to see it in the Louvre, and it's like this tiny, it's not even that big, and people like flood around it, and you're, you're kind of just like, what? I think it's the idea of the person who did it, not it so much is. The... It's, it definitely is, but like, I don't understand. I, was, I didn't like, like get off to like looking at the Mona Lisa like, oh, wow, like. Okay, here's a good one. Who, who's the modern day Mona Lisa? If there was someone to get a picture painted of them to be up in history forever, who would it be? Oh. Who's the celebrity right now? Um, <coughs> celeb- Do you have someone in your mind? I don't. You don't? I have the annoying choice, which... Kim K. No, I was going to say I was actually Kylie. thinking that. I was going to say Kylie Jenner. Wow. I was going to say Kylie Jenner. She'd be the new Mona Lisa. I huh? think so. I mean, not that not by choice. I'm just saying by like public opinion. I feel like happen. that would be. Yeah. I mean, she's a freaking young ass billionaire. She has she's a mother to a kid who's very young and already is worth more than I am. Um, <laughs> yeah. Isn't that stupid? She's, I know. I can see that. I can see that. Maybe you know, Kylie just I, I, based on say. success, I would say that. She's a big influence, I yeah. feel like. But Other, maybe, I don't know. That's sad. That's so sad. That would be our Mona Lisa. But I, I mean, no, <laughs> I, I wouldn't yeah. say that. I would say uh, not her, but I would say somebody else. I don't know. I Beyonce. I don't know. She's, she's yeah. Reasonable. I knew you were gonna say Beyonce. That's just crazy. She's reasonable. I guess oh she's reasonable. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys. Well, this concludes our episode with Young Tyler Grant. <laughs> Why did you pause? That I don't know because I didn't know if he wanted me to say his last name or not. Like I already name, said okay. it. Um, okay, it's okay. All right. Well, this is our last episode with Young Tyler Grant. Tyler, thank you so much for being on. Thank you for having me. It was a blast. And we will catch us next time. <laughs> wow, sorry about bringing it. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time. Y'all know the drill. Stay medicated. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at DopeHistory.com.